This Friday, I'll be at the Hospitals Regina Foundation Home Lottery Show, home in the Creeks. Beautiful. I was there for a bit on Saturday, meeting many of you on location there. And again, uh, I think the big uh, comment about that house this year in the Creeks is how big it is, almost 4,000 square feet, and the best yet. I certainly think it's one of their finest in a while, and you can check it out for yourself. And buy a ticket for me before the midnight deadline on Friday for the VIP trip to Venice for $20,000. I'll see you there on Friday in the Creeks. Uh, good turnout I heard over at the Royal Sass Museum to say goodbye at a retirement party for Mega Munch. Yeah, almost like 300 people. That's great to see. And uh, they're going to keep uh, that robotic T-Rex around for a little longer yet. Even though he's 37 years old right now. <laughs> He will be there until the 25th, uh, which is the end of February break. Yeah, there's a long weekend coming up. Family day week from today. So, uh, and next week, of course, uh, no school. It was a busy weekend over at the Brandt Center with the Virginia Pats in action Saturday night. They beat the Oil Kings. I was at the game, and uh, I was impressed. I love the jerseys for Indigenous celebrations, and uh, Pats look good in a win, 9-4. They're doing everything they can. Trying to get on a roll, and they are now. They're still, what, I think five points back of a playoff spot, the eighth and final playoff spot. They, they, they was, that was impressive. The power play was looking really sharp, I thought, too. Uh, looks like they raised almost $10,000 out of the auction for those jerseys, too, after the game, which is great. Uh, the Hockey Canada Under-13 tournament was on over the weekend of the cooperators. Many of you were there for that, or LIT and Luther. Raymond Alberta dominated both the girls' and boys' teams. On the championships. Congrats to Luther College on uh, just a great tournament again. And uh, Chinese New Year Spring Festival began on the on the weekend. Lunar New Year, if you will, started Saturday. We'll go to the 24th with the Lantern Festival. Lots of celebrations planned locally, locally to uh, celebrate the Lunar Year as well. Uh, year of the Rabbit no more. It's now Year of the Dragon or Wooden Dragon. And people born in the Year of the Dragon are said to embody a host of Desirable traits, including being strong leaders, energetic, and charismatic. Belton Johnson's going to be here in a moment to look back at the Super Bowl. But uh, before I break to get to Belton, did you know Drake, the rap artist, placed $1.5 million in a bet to the uh, to have the Chiefs win? He said jokingly, I'm not going against the Swifties. And uh, because of that, he pocketed well over $2.3 million. He's worth over $250 million. He doesn't need the money, and occasionally he makes these big bets, and he often just takes the money he wins with it and uh, immediately goes and gives it away to charity. And I think last time he had a big bet like this on a UFC fight, he even went to uh, a restaurant after and paid for everyone's dinner bills at the end of the night. Fans might be crying a little after that Kansas City Chiefs win, but uh, we're going to dive into the game here in just a moment with a great zone guest analyst and, of course, our great cup chap, Belton Johnson. But first, Belton, I have to ask you, what did you think of us during the halftime show? I thought it was a pretty good uh, performance there and everything. And is it the top one? No. But, you know, as far as me, the top five, absolutely. Uh, and it's just for me, I guess, my generation, you know, a lot of those songs when I used to go out, as a young lad partying and everything, 
those were some of the songs I heard. And you know what? He had the Jackson State band there playing and everything, the roller skates, the visuals. And when he sung, yeah, with Ludacris and Lil Jon, I was in my happy spot, Greg. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I thought that was impressive, too. In fact, immediately rolled back into the top 10 in iTunes, that song, this morning. So maybe you had something to do with that. Went looking forward to it again. And, of course, we had a football game. First and goal. Mahomes wins the Super Bowl. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! And the Chiefs, they have their dynasty. Yes. They defeated him. 25-22 in overtime. I knew it was going to be a close game. I think you did, too. Did not think it was going to be as low-scoring. Tied 19-19 at the end of regulation. What were your thoughts, even in the first half, which was kind of slow going? First half, you're right. It was slow going. It actually kind of lulled me to sleep just a little bit because I'm like, oh, my God, it's just going to be one of those defensive-type games. And I was thinking at halftime they're going to adjust and then we're going to get 30, 40 points off the hop. It wasn't the case there, but you know what? It was a good, solid football game all the way through, especially near the end there, Greg. San Francisco just seemed to be in control for most of the game, sort of. They, they just couldn't yep. score enough to put any distance between them and, and Kansas City. What did you think about uh, Kelsey in the first half, bumping into his coach Andy Reid, kind of uh, showing frustration there? I, I didn't like that, Greg. You know, you don't bump into your coach like that and get in his face, start screaming, but and I get emotions and everything, right? I do. You know, you got to keep at bay and everything, and especially the head coach. You don't do stuff like that, in my opinion. Well, the coach was, after the game said this. He came over and gave me a hug. So, so sorry about that. But he, you know what? He just wants to be on the field and he wants to play. He, he's a competitive kid and, he, you know, he loves to play and he makes me feel young. I was you almost know? impressed how Andy didn't even seem bothered how, like, get out of my face and just carry it on with his clipboard here too. But, hey, Kelsey finished strong in the second half. So what are, what are some of the other highlights for you in that game? The other highlight I thought was uh, just the Chiefs, right? The Pacheco, the two fumbles and everything. And don't forget the 49ers, that trick play. That was an amazing play. That actually, I think, kind of got me going there uh, in the game where it went to John Jennings and he threw it back across to McCaffrey and McCaffrey scoops up there to take the lead there uh, in the first half. Heck of a play. And there was some other strange moments. How about linebacker for the 49ers, oh, yeah. Drake Greenlock? He looks like he tore his Achilles, I guess. Simply running onto the field, that hurt them, didn't it? That did, and, you know, he was just jumping, jumping, and, you know, going, getting ready to go, falls down, and I'm with you. I thought that probably was the Achilles. Uh, even the 49ers uh, felt like there was a couple other injuries. Uh, Debo, you know, he was able to play and everything, but, you know, the hamstring and everything, and I was hoping it didn't go into a second overtime, to be honest with you. <laughs> it, it was interesting, right? You and I spoke of this on Friday how Mahomes and the Chiefs, they proved they, they deserve to be there, beating the Dolphins, the Bills, Ramon's on the way there. But yet, a couple uh, come from behind wins for the 49ers also to get to the Super Bowl. What stopped them last night uh, from coming back in overtime, do you think? What stopped them? I'll tell you, they probably could have had the game, had the kick and not missed the extra point, Greg. Let's be, let's be honest. <laughs> Moody, the extra point, he should have nailed it, but he missed it because I, I just kept thinking that, man, if they hit that, I don't know, right, because the 49er defense did hold up and everything, and I actually feel kind of bad for Shanahan, who's 0-3 now. That's right. Uh, if you count him as an OC with the Falcons. All right, buddy. Thanks for the review of the game. It was a gooder, uh, at least when it got into overtime, and I appreciate it, Belton. Hey, 
Have a good one, Greg. Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm missing more than just your body. Oh, is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know oh, that I let you down. Is it too late to say sorry now? Well, sorry, 49ers fans. Chiefs won the Super Bowl. First and goal. Mahomes wins the Super Bowl. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! And the Chiefs, they have their dynasty. Yes! It took overtime, and they won 25-22. It was 19-19 at the end of regulation. Both teams were given the chance to possess the ball in uh, overtime. And the 49ers, they got down near the goal line but couldn't get it in, so they had to settle for that field goal. And the 49ers defense... Just had to keep Mahomes and the Chiefs from scoring a touchdown to stay alive. Easier said than done. And they couldn't do it. San Francisco seemed to control most of the game, too. But they just couldn't get that distance between the two of them and uh, win it all. But there are some dramatic moments. A lot of uh, Taylor Swift haters, of course. Also hating Kelsey. Especially when, well, he was caught with some frustration. You know, he had that. Had only one catch for one yard in the first half, and he was caught showing frustration on the sidelines with Coach Andy Reid. Comes over to Andy and goes, keep me in. What happened is, on the fumble, he was not in the game. Noah Gray went in, and he had to block. It looked intense, and Kelsey was apparently upset about being off the field for a pivotal play, but maybe that was just because it caught Reid off guard. Who knows? But in any event, they, uh, they joked and hugged and laughed after the game, that's for sure. Kelsey did come through. He uh, caught nine passes for 93 yards in the second half. And there was one play where it looked like he was channeling the willpower of Swifties everywhere to power his way across the goal line. And for what it's worth, after the game, he said he kept his words uh, with the club private about saying, I'm sorry I was like that on the sidelines. But uh, Reed, again, he took his apology. There was one other strange moment, too. Uh, Dre Greenlaw tore his Achilles for the 49ers. He's a linebacker. That hurt him. For sure it did. Mahomes winning the MVP, third time winning the award. Like it or not, the Chiefs are officially a dynasty, and Mahomes is the new Tom Brady. And this is the Chiefs' second straight Super Bowl and third win now in five years. Well, it's a regular school day, and uh, it is the day teachers, the Federation, will sit at the bargaining table again with the province. Will they work out a deal? Are you optimistic or not? one 7275 Or is this just going to fall apart because the province still says, even though they're meeting today, they've been uh, pretty clear that class complexity won't be part of the conversation. I don't know how that's going to go over, though, but they're supposed to meet today and tomorrow. Coming up with Kevin Martell, more on that fire at Blessed Sacraments Parish here in Regina. Started by an arsonist. You can see the video at cjme.com. And uh, hopefully someone can identify whoever this person is. Again, video now at cjme.com. That's the dead south who have a cult following in this city and this province, for that matter, and uh, they are huge around the world. They played Nashville Saturday night, 
at uh, the Grand Old Opry, and they they got a standing ovation. Yeah, crowd went nuts for them, and uh, it was pretty cool at the end of the show with uh, them taking their bows and everyone on their feet, and uh, they're a big deal. I, I'm not kidding, because, you know, you go to Europe and the UK, and everyone knows who the Dead South are, and a uh, large amount of the United States, I think, loves the Dead South more than even Canada does, but I love their success story. Nate Hiltz, the lead singer, he, he's been a, a friend of the show for a while now, and uh Last time I had him on the show, we talked about how when he's standing there on the stage far away from home, he, he closes his eyes sometimes and just thinks, man, I can't believe a Saskatchewan kid has done it. Oh, yeah, quite often, actually. The thing about it is we do this often. We're very fortunate, so we get to play quite a bit, and you kind of forget that you've been working so hard, and then one time you just look up and you see what's in front of you, and, yeah, definitely those reflections of the early days start flooding back. Like our initial idea was, we wanted to play at O'Hanlon's. That was kind of like <laughs> the top, you know? Yeah, and they could play O'Hanlon's right now. It's a sellout uh, nightly, I think. Uh, they're so popular here. But congrats to the Dead South uh, for selling out uh, the Grand Ole Opry and that standing ovation on Saturday night. That was pretty cool. This is also exciting in the world of golf. Absolute unreal stuff in the desert for Nick Taylor. Another playoff. Another, yeah, he becomes the fifth Canadian in history with four career PGA Tour wins. He also joins Mike Weir as the only Canadian to win multiple PGA Tour events. Yeah, play, uh, playoffs. That was awesome. But, man, they call it the uh, <laughs> the Waste Management Open, and people were wasted at the Phoenix Open on Saturday. They had to close the bars because, well, first... They couldn't handle how many people turned out. Hundreds of thousands of people. And it's always a booze fest. But it got really ugly with, uh, well, there were there were fans obnoxious at the tee box, actually yelling at golfers as they're about to tee off. And, of course, that teed off the golfers who turned on some of the fans. There's lots of social media videos being shared of drunken fans and clashes with golfers themselves. But it did, it was not a pretty sight at the Phoenix Open on the weekend, for sure. Uh, Super Bowl, the commercials. I'm going to put up a link on the CJMB Morning Show Facebook page that'll take you to all the commercials we couldn't see in Canada. And yeah, we've talked about maybe uh, Christopher Walken's video being the best one, or uh, commercial being the best one for BMW. I also thought Arnold Schwarzenegger in this ad for State Farm was pretty hilarious, too. you got to check out yourself. They they keep recutting him, saying, because he can't, he can't say the line right. Then Danny DeVito comes in at the end. Thank you, Agent State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Cut. Hey, Arnold, I'm hearing neighbor. It's neighbor. That's what I said. Neighbor. 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 Now let's go again. Neighbor. 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 Cut. Arnold, got a bit of a script change. You'll love this. Thank you, Agent State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You are a backstabber. I'm a backstabber. <laughs> that was a pretty good one, too. And uh, Beyonce tried to break the internet in a commercial uh, for Verizon, which uh, you may not have seen. But inevitably, I'm sure you heard she did break the internet with the announcement after that commercial that, uh, well, she's got a new album and it's country. Pop your That song's called Texas Hold'em. It's from the forthcoming album 
Well, part two of her 2022 Renaissance album. Long rumored to be uh, an album due in March, and it will be here on the 29th, but it leans heavily to country. That's the first single called Texas Hold'em. CJME News Time Now is 826.